Welcome to the Funding Moments Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to episode two of the Finding Moments Podcast. With me is Trisha and Linnell joining us again. Hi everybody. Hello. It's been a couple of weeks. We got our podcast fired up. Our social media is fired up. A lot of good feedback so far. What do you guys think? It's exciting. It's so nice to be able to connect with people, um, which I think is something that everyone is looking for right now. Yeah, I think that is a big, um, big thing right now is how do you connect other people? How do you keep beyond your home and how do you keep your kids connected with people? I think one of the ones I've been on lately is the don't skip recess and I'm seeing more and more you've got all of these online activities and these kids are just jumping out of their skin wanting to run away from their rooms so little things again throwing the football getting them outside riding the bike playing and this is going to be a lot of what we talk about getting them physically active but also socially active before we jump in just checking in with everyone and how it's going and Trish I know you've been knees on floor with our uh, first grader. <laughs> What's the last week? Well, first grade is something I didn't find myself repeating, but here I am. We're, we're making it work. It's not ideal, but we're hanging in there. Uh, first grader has learned how to turn off his camera, which is both wonderful and a problem <laughs> because then no one can see what he's up to. So yeah, it's, not something that I would want to continue long-term, that's for sure. Um, fingers crossed that we can move towards in-person soon, safely, whatever that looks like. But we're, we're hanging. How about you, Linnell? Well, it's, um, I think the biggest thing has been organization of schoolwork and homework. You know, the homework's been a biggie, you know, making sure we get in on time and knowing where you go to get it since you have multiple virtual things going on. Um, I think that has been the biggest challenge that we're just trying to work out some system of organization. But on the other hand, you know, the positive side of that is that she's learning how to use schedules. She's learning how to use a planner. You know, there's some positives, right? Yeah. Those are skills she can use the rest of her life. So And learning how to advocate for yourself, like email your teacher if you're confused. Like, so I'm looking at the positives too. You know, there's some positives there. One of the things that we want to do among these conversations is we want to provide real meat and potatoes, things that we can do out there. And one of the challenges that we have is social activities. I know our oldest friend is on our deck and our oldest likes to go bike right over to his friend's house and they're spending a lot of time and they're in our circle. But how is it that we can replicate the social activities? We talked about it a little bit last time. How can we challenge brains? How can we make up the gap for what they're losing right now? And I'll preface that we were just at a little Cub Scouts uh, den meeting this week with our first grader, and they got to, with masks, responsibly go play a socially distanced game of tag, and I've never seen these kids happier. They were so energized and exhausted after doing it for 10 minutes. Surely there's a need out there. And what are some of the things that we can do? No, I think that's very true because I think we're also talking about kids. I mean, obviously, you know, education is important, but social emotional development is very important too. And you can't get that if you're not interacting with other kids. So 
I think making sure that your kids have opportunities to be around other kids is really important. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's just another thing that you have to try to work in there. So Linnell, you gave us a interesting list of ideas that we could try. And I think we have some questions because some of these on here look very entertaining, but I'm not quite sure that I get how you do it. <laughs> um, so I think the first one on here is outdoor ideas and you started it with chalk war party. Yes. So the chalk war party, um, you know, just be prepared because your child needs to go directly into the bath. Um, but they have these packets of powder that are chalk powder. They, they use them for color runs, I think too. And, um, okay. the kids divide up into teams and they get assigned a color and, you know, it's kind of like if you play laser tag, have you ever played that, you know, if you get, and people do variations. So it could be like how much powder you have on you from the other team, or, okay. you know, you can have it where you have bases, but just the talk war idea. And they're all out there and running around and they're having a great time and you don't have to touch anyone, right. To tag them. Sure. You just okay. cover them in chalk. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a fantastic. So do you grind the chalk, throw it, the chalk. It comes like... pre-made in packets. You just buy the packets on wherever, Amazon or wherever. It's just already crushed chalk and you can buy it in different colors and you hand out the packets to the kids and they can have their chalk wars. So that sounds like a lot of fun. I think it, I think it was. I think maybe safety goggles just for the eyes perhaps <laughs> might be in order. <laughs> they didn't, but that's not necessarily a bad idea. Nobody <laughs> nobody got it in their eyes. So I'm going to say that was it was pretty successful. Um one of the moms that hosted it, she had bought everybody these <laughs> they kind of like they were in hazmat suits. <laughs> these little plastic suits I guess you wear them for painting or whatever you can just they're really inexpensive and you just handed them out to the kids they were just like thin plastic suits but the kids got really creative this time she sent them ahead of time like dropped off um the box at the house and the kids all decorated the backs and like just decorated their suits so it was really cool Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah. So they they were very excited. So there's all this preparation and build up to the event. And then they got there and were in their teams yeah. and had the chalk war. And then they kind of like mixed it up and switched out teams and switched out people. And, and cool. they played several rounds. So so this was at a private home? And in a backyard, yeah. Okay, cool. Large backyard. And they were able to have like bases there. They had a treehouse as a base. And then I think a shed as the other base. You know, um, they made it, the kids made it a lot, a lot more complicated, but they had a, had a really good time. Like you had to find a hidden, each team had a scarf they hid. You had to find the scarf without getting, you know, chalked or whatever you call it. Um, and get back to the, the base with the stolen scarf. So they made it, I mean, you can make it as complicated, I guess, as you want to. But I think the main thing is you just get to throw chalk at each other. Something else on your list was an outdoor movie night. And Trish, I know that we just did that last week. Yep. We, through Cub Scouts, are hosts to the projector. So we were able to take it with us on a Cub Scout camp out. Unfortunately, our area is under a fire ban. So our traditional campfire had to be canceled. But we brought the projector and a DVD player and an outdoor screen and had everyone set up their camp chairs in family groups spread out masks on 
worked fabulously. We waited till shortly before sundown and it got a little chilly after after dark, but we enjoyed the Lego movie and everybody had a really nice time. It was great. So that can that can be something unusual or you know, it doesn't have to be a brand new movie. It could be something that you've seen lots of times before, but to watch something outside is definitely a, a novel thing to do. So that worked out pretty well. You can also do karaoke that way too. It's like you can, oh. you know, load up the YouTube. YouTube has all the pre-done karaoke songs. Uh-huh. And you can also do, you know, group karaoke outside like that too. Oh. Just another little, you know, twist on it, I guess, to make yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> Masks on though, right? Yeah, mask on. I guess unless you're, you know, everybody with social distance. But yeah, I guess when it's your turn, your mask is off. But sure. um, yeah, just another way to mix it up. I think all the boys were uh, having karaoke when they're singing. Everything is awesome <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. The group sing along. <laughs> truthfully, though, it's a really mellow way to end an evening. And the projector screens, you can get them on Amazon anywhere from 70 to $120. You can hang them up in your backyard, borrow a projector, hook up your Apple TV to it. Very easy way to pull off. Another one on the list, Linnell fire pit get together. You know how you have the backyard little fire pit that's enclosed mm-hmm. and the kids just kind of um, sit around it like that was the center of the clock and the kids are out and they're chairs they bring their camping chairs or towels one time they had towels and they just sit you know spread out hang out together and tell ghost stories or whatever you know um just have fun and hang out talk have you got any ideas linnell for the younger set um all of these sound fabulous for our 12 year old and not so fabulous for our six-year-old yeah, I mean, movie night, I think, still works for oh, you know, definitely, little kids. Definitely. Um, obviously, you know, you're going to be watching something very different. But well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, And then, you know, the other things for the younger kids, I think that they um, do really well with uh, versions of tags. The young kids like to play tag. The other thing that you can do, too, is water balloons have been a really big hit, mm-hmm. although it's starting to get cooler where I am. Um, and then just like, you know, just the good old fashioned yard games have, I guess, kind of come back into vogue because of all this. But, you know, the um, I see different versions of like the bocce ball or croquet that little kids can play. Like they have little kids sets for it. I think it just gives them a chance to hit a ball and run around the yard, sure, you know, absolutely. which is good. They need to, <laughs> to do that. Yeah. Um, but I think things like that, too, are easier because it's you know, if someone does have concerns about sharing items, it's pretty easy to take turns and make sure they're cleaned in between. It's not like it's going back and forth a lot, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. So I think that's been really good for the younger kids outside. Um, it is hard for the little ones to remember. I mean, it's, you know, they're used to being able to run and jump and climb and, you know, they're not thinking about where they are. So I think that aspect is harder. Um, but, you know, I see kids out still riding their bikes together and just, you know, trying to be careful. Um, so I think there's still a lot of things that we can do safely, you know, and still get our kids outside and let them be around other children. If you have Legos and pre-bag them, you can have projects or competitions or separate them out and they can hang together, but you can still keep a little bit of distance. 
The Game Boy obviously is still a popular one. The kids are linking those up over the internet and having a blast. So the challenge is kind of pulling them off. Our oldest was hanging with his friend the other day and the batteries ran out. And his friend at the end of the day um, said, oh, well, you're not going to tell me to go home just because we don't have tech anymore. We can still go on, correct? <laughs> and so then they just pull out something else and then they start playing. It's, yeah. they figure it out. They just want to hang Yeah, out. they do. They do. And I mean, I see a lot of really good um, virtual ideas. I don't know if you, have you guys had any virtual play dates? No, we haven't. And I see your list here and I would love to hear more about it because our, we had a freak snowstorm right after Labor Day which was kind of a rude awakening for us in that, oh, we have to figure out our plan for cold weather when we can't be outside. And we need to start thinking about that now as opposed to in a month. Um, it, you know, it bounced right back up. So we're still hovering in the 80s and it's fine to be outside for right now. However, um, yeah, would love to hear some ideas. So let's do it. Um, tell me about the board games and card games. I'm most curious about that. How does that work? So as long as they all have a copy of the same game, they can play. So they can play Uno or, um, you know, Battleship. You just need to have, like, you both need to have the game and you set it up. So it's really, I mean, right with Battleship, you don't see the other person's board anyway. Right. Okay. And then... With the board games, as long as they have the same pieces and they can share where they're where they are in the board, then everybody can play along. I know that you know, Uno, um, Exploding Kittens has been a big a big one that I've seen online. Um, yeah, I think the the kids the kids figure out a lot of ways around this. I mean, the kids are really creative. Like I didn't even think about the Uno game until I walked by and saw it happening. I was like, what is how are you guys doing this? (laughs) Right, right. So if you were, it was a board game with a piece, you would be like, okay, I'm three squares from such and such. And I suppose they could make markers to represent. They just show each other. I mean, they just share their words. Right. Um, Yeah, no, you don't think about it. Like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Didn't think about that. No, no, that's, that's a great idea. And so like simple games, you know, like sorry or trouble, those things are really easy. You know, you just sure it around a board. Um, so yeah, I've, I've seen them do a lot of that stuff. I just honestly never thought about it until I saw it in action. I was like, oh, that is a really good idea. You have on your list a party kit and it says Hawaiian Pictionary. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm curious. So the party kits are actually pretty cool. I've seen that this happen um, with several groups. So one parent will get the theme together, or I guess the kid, you know, the parent work together and they deliver the box to each house and inside the box is your party kit and then everybody meets online so like if you're doing something like a luau everybody's you know got on there you know maybe they sent them you know flower lay and something like that so they're all online together dressed up and there's you know different things they're playing games like I've seen mad libs around the theme of whatever it is oh that would be fun which I love mad libs are hysterical you know and then um (laughs) You were asking me about the Pictionary. Well, you have to do it around your theme. So they actually, there's sites that you can go on to. One is um, a whiteboard site. And everybody 
you know, you, you, the person who logs in gives everybody the code and they all log into the same room. You just have to go online to that site, put in the code, and then everyone can take turns drawing and guessing, you know, what you're drawing. So you can just do oh, pictionary that cool. way. cool. Okay. Like if it was a, a, you know, Hawaiian theme night, it might be a, a pineapple you draw a picture of. Sure, like sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, I tell you what, everybody, we're going to put together a handout for everyone and we'll link to it in our socials and we'll make sure to get the name of one of these whiteboard sites so that you can check it out and see what you think. You have on here, share a book. Yeah, so the little kids have been really into sharing books together. So they just get on and if they can, they read a book or their mom reads the book and they get really excited because like, this is my favorite book right now or this is my favorite book. Okay, sure. So I think the little ones have really enjoyed that. And then I think it's kind of nice too because they're so excited to share something. The other thing that I thought was kind of cool that I've seen the little ones doing is um, getting on there and doing building contests. So like they have their own Legos or they have their own blocks and they're like, I'm going to build this and who can build it first or what does yours look like, you know? Or, okay, you know, sure. So that's been pretty cool. Or I'm going to build a castle. Well, I'm going to build, you know, the uh, fort, you know? And so they kind of just right. have these building competitions, which they're really into. And there's a lot of show and share, I guess, that goes with it. Same with arts and crafts. I see kids doing a lot of arts and crafts. And some of them are theme arts and crafts, like, you know, kind of the uh, paint night events, but it's like mm-hmm. your kids. <laughs> Right. <laughs> the kids are getting online and this is what they're going to make. Um, cool. And again, you can do those with the older kids too and make it again, drop off a kit. You know, oh, it really is a paint night kit. Here's everybody's kit. Here's what we're sure. going to do. So you can kind of expand that for the older kids too. So yeah, I've seen a lot of really cool things. Um, online talent shows bring, you know, bring your special talent and have an online talent show. Um, the scavenger hunt are a lot of fun. Like, I kind of want to do a scavenger hunt. <laughs> um, they just get these random things. The kids are just so funny because the stuff they'll go and find in their house to meet the criteria is hysterical. And like the extent they'll go to, no, this does meet that. <laughs> they'll rationalize these random household objects. Um, but that I think is a lot of fun. The kids have fun like racing off and like coming back and, you know, showing what they found in the house. So that one seems to be a really, a really good one too. An explosion around our, our neighborhood has been around puppets. All these little kids are getting these fancy puppets and they're telling their stories, peeking through the door or the window and, and telling stories that way. Oh, that sounds really cute. You could even do your whole, like you could do a little theme party, I think, on that too. Definitely. You could make your own pygmy elephant own. puppet. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I think the kids come up with some great ideas. There's a lot of online things that are out there, you know, like the whiteboard things. There's also online games that are like that, that you can just play card games. Um, I know Jackbox games are another big one. I think that's geared more to older kids, but you know, you all get on and you can all see each other and you can all play a game and they have so many different games. They have, you know, a draw, a kind of a Pictionary type game, but they have trivia games, all sorts of different, all sorts of different games. Awesome. So I also see cooking class here on your list. How would that even begin to work? So, um, yeah, I, I know a kid that is really into cooking, and I thought this was a really cool idea. She decided that she was going to make cupcakes, and she wanted all of her friends to make them, too. So they all 
had the recipe ahead of time. Everybody had the ingredients. It was kind of like Julia Child's uh, TV cooking <laughs> show, but hosted by a nine-year-old. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, but what I thought that was pretty, and the kids were so excited, you know, to do it and share and, you know, and it went on. I mean, it was cupcakes. So they had a, like a good downtime while everybody's, you know, waiting for them to cook, but they were having sure. so much fun just hanging out together. Oh, that's awesome. That, yes, I love it. We're also finding that we can kind of dig deep into the retro. So we found a great app, Tubi, that has a lot of old Saturday morning cartoons on it, uh, no charge. So the kids and I are jamming out to Transformers and those become a thing to end the night. Um, their friends like to watch as well. So there, there's some things out there that you can do to get really creative and spark the imagination. But it's, it's ultra important right now, more so than ever, to try to help them replicate these opportunities. Yeah, I mean, I think that's something that you know, like I said before, like that's really important um, for kids to still have access to that social emotional development. That's, you know, how they learn how to develop long-term friendships. That's how they learn to develop relationships. So it's really essential that they don't, you know, miss out on that piece too. And plus it's just, you know, it's healthy for us all. Like you were saying at the beginning, like we just need to connect to other people. It's, it's, it's good for our mental health just to have that connection with others. And you want your kids to develop friendships. You know, you think about the little ones, they're, you know, in kindergarten, first grade, that's when you're supposed to like develop your first close friend. Like, how are you going to do that if you don't have that connection to them? So, you know, you don't want to, you want to make sure those opportunities still exist for them, even if they have to be, you know, you have to put a little bit of thought into them. But honestly, I think a lot of times once the kids get into it or they just, you know, need kind of that door opened. Mm-hmm. they're fine because they really want to see each other. They really want to be around each other. A couple of the other things that we've just noticed is we've got a hill up uh, in our subdivision and a lot of families are bringing their cars and backing them to each other. And the kids are watching the sunset. It is always crowded there every single night. And there is a group of kids anywhere ranging from middle school to high school. And that's where they hang out and connect. And I've seen that more and more. I don't know about you, Linnell. No, I think that's pretty cool. It's like nature's drive-in theater, what you're um, describing. It's pretty (laughs) cool. But I have seen a resurgence of drive-in theaters, which I think is pretty cool. Like, why not? Seems like the perfect, perfect thing to do. There's a lot of real world opportunities out there that we can share. We'll post those online and we'll continue the conversation here at the Finding Moments podcast. We want to provide you with real world uh, solutions and on the ground. We're in the thick of it. Uh, Just like everybody else, we don't have all the answers, but we're going to keep having the conversation. I think that you're right. The world is going to record all of this chaos and our kids are going to remember, you know, the memories we help create for them. If you found our conversation helpful, we invite you to join us by subscribing to the Finding Moments podcast. And we encourage you to find that one moment in your family circle in a meaningful way. We look forward to catching up with everybody again sometime soon. Thanks. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, talk to you soon.